happen now. Clearly, this administration is focused on trying to be able to turn over energy control of the United States over to China. When they're pushing the energy agenda they're pushing right now, saying that we need to be all electric, they know full well that China is in the lead right now on solar. They're in the lead right now on lithium production because America has turned over mining to China, turned over cobalt to China, and has handed over our energy future to them. Oklahoma Senator James Langford speaking there with Fox Business Maria Bartiromo. We have a lot of China-related topics to cover with the Oklahoma Senator this morning as he joins us live, I believe, in Washington. Good morning, Senator. Good morning. I am in Washington. Good morning, good morning to both of you on that. Yeah, it's amazing how much has actually turned over to China through this administration. And uh, the Wall Street Journal even has a story out this morning that uh, the Inflation Reduction Act that was supposed to bring so much uh, production of our energy back the vast majority of those tax credits to the billions of dollars have gone to actually foreign companies. Uh, it's one of the things that I said all along the way the Inflation Reduction Act was designed uh, to incentivize uh, a different type of energy, which I'm not opposed to all forms of energy, but they're really incentivizing foreign companies in this, and that's actually what's happened again. Is it a case of just having the, the cart before the horse? Because there are efforts to build battery plants and the like here. Uh, explain how, how we're giving that all up to China. So most of those uh, tax deductions right now are going to not just China, but they're going to uh, Japan, they're going to Canada, they're going to German companies. Mm. These are folks that are doing some of this production now when it was supposed to incentivize American production. The key thing here is they want to throw out tax credits to say, let's get going on this. But to get moving on it faster, you've got to actually hire existing companies rather than incentivizing American companies to actually start growing up into this. The other big issue is the permitting issues. The one that I mentioned to Maria Bartiromo yesterday, and that is if you can't actually mine the product here, then that means you've got to get it somewhere else. If we're going to have electric vehicles, fine, let's have electric vehicles, but let's not be dependent on China to get our lithium and cobalt and then say, we're just producing the batteries here, but all the raw materials are actually coming from China. At that point, it would be just like saying, we're not going to produce oil here. We're only going to get it from Saudi Arabia. Fine. Learned decades ago that we can't be dependent on other countries for our energy. We have to actually produce our own energy right here, and that includes the raw materials. It gets me how diversification is uh, deemed such a great word in so many circumstances, but when it comes to uh, energy, all of a sudden we we shouldn't be diversified. We should only go in one direction. <laughs> yep, we, we've got to have all sources. I would tell you during that big uh, cold snap that we had a couple of years ago, we were glad for diversity of different types of fuels that are out there. and. As amazing as it sounds, we've not had a new refinery built in America since the 1970s until right now there's a new refinery that's coming online in Cushing that they've just started the permitting process on this. This would be the first refinery built in America in decades and be built right here in Oklahoma because a lot of our refining capacity, though we're producing the oil here, we're still dependent on overseas for a lot of our refining capacity nationwide. So we've got refineries like Sinclair facility uh, in Tulsa, which is a great facility and a lot of great jobs and helps keep our prices down in Oklahoma. Uh, but we don't have near the refining capacity for that. Uh, the House has passed its version of a national defense authorization bill. How's it going in the Senate? It is actually. We have that in the Senate this week and next week. 
Uh, this is one of the most important bills that we actually get done in a year uh, because this deals with national defense policy. This deals with everything from a pay raise for the members of our military, but it deals with a lot of aspects for our National Guard, for all of our uh, security systems, but it also deals with our focus on China. Uh, where, where are we going to prioritize our defense efforts? Uh, we are going to make sure that the United States has the strongest military in the world. That is the focus so that we can have peace. Uh, we're not looking to have a fight with anyone, but we want to make sure that we're the toughest kid in the playground and no one wants to mess with us either. Uh, so that, that's been the nature of the United States military for decades now. We want to be able to maintain that strength so that we can maintain our peace. What do you think of your GOP Senate colleague, Tommy Tuberville, trying to change the Pentagon's policy on service members and abortion by holding up military promotions? Yeah, so this has been a painful thing. Uh, Tommy is actually trying to be able to respond to the Biden policy change on this. This was actually not a change that came through Congress. Uh, President Biden changed the policy uh, on abortions uh, in the military. It is not legal to use federal funds to be able to pay for an abortion. This has been true for a very long time. And what President Biden did is he switched it over and said, if you're in the military and you want to get an abortion, we will pay for your travel. We'll pay for you to have five days off. Uh, for that, and we'll do it all the way up until the last days of pregnancy. In fact, one of the things that we've actually pushed on them recently on is to say, is the DOD actually facilitating late-term abortions in their eighth month of pregnancy? And their answer was yes. So Tommy Tuberville is saying he didn't change anything. The Biden administration changed on this. And what's interesting is a lot of the media is not talking about during President Trump's time period um, Tammy Duckworth, who was a Democrat senator, she held up all the promotions of flag officers uh, so she could get what she wanted out of President Trump on this. And so it's very interesting now that a lot of folks are focused on Tommy Tuberville, mm. that he's doing this on the Republican side, and everyone seems to ignore that a Democrat senator did this under President Trump. Uh, so, uh, again, we want to get these officers uh, actually through the process, and right now Chuck Schumer could bring them to the floor. In fact, he's bringing an EPA nominee to the floor instead of the commandant of the military, of the Marine Corps, uh, to the floor. So all these folks could have a vote, uh, but um, he, Schumer's basically saying, I don't want to bring any of them to the floor. I want them to all go unanimous. Uh, and if Tommy Tuberville is going to hold out and not vote unanimous on this, I'm just not going to bring anybody on it. Uh, so it, it's a big political mess. But at the root of this is President Biden, he changed the policy on abortion in the military, and that's what's actually started this. Looks like former President Trump could be indicted soon, um, maybe today. Uh, this time in connection with the January 6th attack on the Capitol, former president calls it election interference and that special counsel Jack Smith is out of control. What do you think? Yeah, it's hard to tell what this actual charge is going to be. I know President Trump has made that statement uh, that he, he expects a grand jury and an, an indictment coming soon. None of us know what this is yet. I'm going to hold off on trying to be able to respond to it. But I would tell you, Americans just want one simple thing. They want consistent justice for everybody consistently, whether it is the president or former president or the president's son uh, or any of us. Uh, we need to have consistent justice across the entire country. That's been a hallmark of our democracy. And uh, that's what I think people are longing for. If you're going to charge one, make sure we're consistent on this. And people are pretty frustrated, uh, to say the least, to say it looks like the, the uh, Justice Department is using its power to be able to make sure char charges are not filed in the president's son. They're not filed on people that are illegally crossing the border. They're not filed in other areas, but they are being aggressively done and for the former president. So let's just make sure it stays consistent. 
Uh, before we let you go, let's bring it back home for one last question. Don't really know how much you know about this, but... We had some big news break yesterday in Vanita about plans for a Disney-scale theme park. Do you have any public comments on this? I don't have any public comments. I am aware it's not a Disney park. Right. No, no, uh, it's right. a that, scale that, theme. Scale, uh, but, I guess. But we, it is a, uh, th- there is some significant conversations that have gone on for a while and uh, I'll let the folks there actually be able to manage uh, what they're going to do as far as talking about it. But, you know, th- th- this, is, this is not uncommon for us. Uh, we- we've seen a lot of things come towards, t- uh, t- towards Tulsa and towards Oklahoma uh, for the last several years. We're seeing greater investment, greater interest, uh, whether it's that new refinery that's happening in Cushing or whether it's, uh, you know, what, what's happening in Hochatown in uh, southeastern Oklahoma with all the investment and all the tourism that's happening there. Uh, I would say a lot of people are paying attention to who we are as Oklahomans. Feels pretty good. 